The Ball Hall Talks podcast. <laughs> Isn't that poggers? Oh gosh. Oh gosh. What a way to start off such a historic event, am I right? Yeah. Um, I'm Sam. I'm Baird. And this is Baja Talks. Um, giving you the hottest news and topics all while we're, you know, high on Baja Blast. Yeah, I actually have a Baja Blast right here. I've made some bad choices drinking this. <sighs> Very bad choices. So this is a podcast where we're going to talk about like our interests as well as just topics that I mean, are heated. Obviously our interests other than each other. Yeah, yeah. Now that's going to be a little hard not to do though. Am I right, gamers? All right, all right. After that intro, um, you may be wondering, why am I still here? And that's because you want to hear our beautiful voices preaching unto you about our interests and some other people's interests, but mainly our interests. Because it's our podcast, and, Yeah. I think now would be a good time for a good introduction. Um, Baird, you start us off this time. All right. Hey, guys. So this is the uh, Baja Talks podcast, or yeah. at least that's the name right now. Under construction. And today we're just going to be kind of doing an introductory, you know, podcast on who we are, what we like, what we're, what we're going to talk about, what the podcast is about. Other than Baird. Uh, you know, other than Sam. Yeah. And, uh... Possibly, uh, we're gonna get like other people, you know, to come on at some point. Not possibly, we are gonna get other people. We're also gonna get um, other people's ideas and talk about those as well because there's nothing better than getting other people's opinions. I think another important part is we just have a lot to say, and that actually that brings us to our first question. So this episode is introducing who we are. So I'm Sam. I am 16 years old. Uh, I'm a theater kid. <laughs> Which has a lot of connotations to it. No, I'm not. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Gideon. Yeah, I'm not Gideon. What's his last name? It's like McMackis. Yeah, I'm not that. Gideon McMackis. I'm not that cool. Um, I also really love to read. My favorite, my favorite subject, I'd say, is history. But I also really ties in with like psychology and philosophy. Philosophy is another one of my big favorites. Which we're going to be doing a lot of talk. We're going to do a lot of philosophy talk. Um, I love to read, if I didn't say that already. I've got so many books I haven't read yet. Like, we're in my room right now. I've got a lot of books, and I really want a new bookshelf for Christmas, but I don't think that's happening. Um, I did get a bookshelf for Christmas once, especially when I was little, and I was, like, really excited about that. We'll talk about favorite music later. I really love to sing. I love to play the guitar. I'm an aspiring musician, maybe not full-time, but... At least, as a side project, that'd be really fun, because I just love music. Uh, how about you, Baird? Uh, um, I'm Baird, I'm 19 years old, and I love pretty much all things music, just like Sam. It's one of the many ways we connect on a spiritual level. And uh, I also enjoy doing art. I also enjoy lots of reading. I'm a producer, multi-instrumentalist. I've started more than a couple bands. Um, I make beats. Um, occasionally, like sell those to people. 
I also teach music lessons on freelancing websites, and I have a massive family. Like a massive family. (laughs) Very big. Um... Anything else they need to know about me? Um, I think what they need to know, we'll figure it out. Fair enough. Cross-examination. Okay, so we ask some friends questions. Well, we ask them to ask us questions. Yeah. So we've got a couple. I'll bring up the first one, which was, why are we even doing this? Mm, I'd say um, we're both pretty energetic. I'm pretty sure we're both ADHD. Um, especially on Baja. Yeah, especially on Baja Blasts. Um we just have a lot to talk about and I feel like everybody has a lot to talk about, which is why podcasts are really oversaturated and they're like, Oh, we don't need another podcast. It was like, if you're, if you're passionate about things, why not talk about them? And especially like with a friend, you know, we're just being ourselves. We're just being really stupid kids. Yeah. And there is something to be said for being like, you know, hyper and overactive, but yeah, we can yeah. also be, you know, serious and deep when it needs to be. I can be very serious. Oh yeah. And so like, Actually, recently, I feel like people see more of the serious side of me, so this might be a fun way for people to see more of the yeah, fun side. Yeah, he walks side. around with, like, no shirt on, glares at us as we stare at him. Yeah. Very serious. I flex my muscles. Um, so, yeah, this podcast is really to talk about our favorite subjects, which I'd say um, what we listed was uh, music, philosophy, um, books, movies. Would you say history? I'm into history. I don't know about Baird. I'm I'm always open for yeah. you know learning new things. And it's just not something that I go out of my way to like learn about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's part of what our podcast is going to be is about learning because I'm really, really freaking hyped for our um, like our philosophy slash outlooks on life oh, one yeah. because those are going to get intense really fast. Yeah, I have a lot to talk about and a lot I want to learn, and then that's one of the main things, especially with me right now. Is I'm at that point where, like, with literally everything, I'm at that point where people look at me and they're like, oh, you're so good at that. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I, I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I know that for sure. But I know I'm at the point where... You're at that kind of learning curve where you're yeah. just good enough that it seems like you're good, but you're not actually that good in reality. Yeah. Well, not that. It's I know where I need to be and I know where I could be. You have a good, like, idea of what your limits are. Yeah. I, I really love playing jazz chords on the guitar. I cannot play jazz for the life of me. Um, yeah, I, I second that. Yeah. He definitely cannot. I, yeah, I can't. <laughs> I, I admit it. I embrace it. But one day I will. Maybe I'll play. We should play guitar on the podcast one day. That'll be fun. So we're both pretty into guitar. And we've both tried to make a band. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And that's actually something I think I'll talk Eventually, about. Eventually, once we figure that stuff out, we'll, we'll let you guys know about that. Something I'll definitely Yeah, that's, that's talk definitely going to have its own episode. Yeah. Because I have a lot of ideas for music, uh, which probably brings us... It brings us to our next question. Favorite music? Oh, this is a big one. Yeah, start with you, Baird. The okay. expert. So I'm... You know, I've, I've said that I'm like a producer and stuff, so music is something that's very much like a part of my daily life and will hopefully be, you know, my career in the future. I listen to a lot of music, like a lot of music. Mm-hmm. If you look at my playlists on Spotify, most of them are over 23 hours long. And the longest is, I think, uh, around 50-something. So, yeah, a lot of music. A um, lot. Yeah, I would say my favorite current genres are stuff like uh, new Metal, um, Lo-Fi, 
probably some rap. Um, classic rock. Spotify says EDM, but that's kind of a blanket statement. So I would say like future bass. Spotify has a lot of blanket segments. Oh statement. yeah, they they have some weird rap. Odacore. Yeah, which ended up just being weeb music. Yeah, there was one that was like uh, what what was it? It was like Japanese future bass trap house or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's just it's so weird. Or like I knew somebody who got alternative emo, which I can kind of see that being a genre, but I feel like. Uh, I'll talk about the email label later. Yeah. We could definitely have a full like episode just about like music genre labels and stuff. Yeah, and our next episode is going to be about more about our favorite songs and our favorite albums. Yeah. So we're just going over favorite bands and genres. So yeah, continue. Yeah. So I would say um, as far as favorite artists slash you know bands whatever right now, I would say some of my favorites are probably like NF, Juice World, Bring Me the Horizon. My Chemical Romance. I'm trying to think who else off the top of my head. I listen to a lot of really everything, so it's hard to choose and say like, oh, I like this band over this band, because there's just so much good music that I, you know, want to listen to. I agree. Um, all Time Low. I love, like, punk rock, pop punk. Um, old school kind of hip-hop is also really good. Eminem. Eminem, yeah. Tupac. Um, Rip. Yeah, Rip Tupac. <laughs> Um, the baby. Yeah, the baby. That, that's another topic for another time. <laughs> um, I also really enjoy like house music and yeah. folk music. Avicii, Bunt, really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's all I can come up with off the top of my head. So, all right, I'll go with mine. I really, really like the Beatles, which is he kind loves of them. I freaking love the he Beatles. Worships them. I kind of do. I'm a bit of... He has a picture of John Lennon under his pillow. That is not true, but I don't care. Um, I love the Beatles. I'm definitely kind of a Beatles nerd because uh, I realized I didn't know all this stuff about like how they made the music and the stories behind the songs and all of that stuff. Um, and they were really revolutionary in what they did when you look at how they took rock and roll and kind of Europe, made it European and how that really affected music and the chords they used. Um and the techniques they used, I just find so incredible how they did so much in so little time. And um, really the chemistry they developed between the band and how that made the music sound so good. And the way they used their life experiences and books and all this stuff to write their music. Um, so I really love the Beatles and their solo work as well. Uh, other favorite bands, um, My Chemical Romance, which I always feel like I have to preface that with what My Chemical Romance is not. It's not whiny emo music, all right? Um, Very much not. If you think that My Chemical Romance is whiny emo music, you probably haven't listened to that much of their music, or you just haven't taken the time to, you know, invest yourself in figuring out what their music's about. Yeah, um, and it's not, you know, some people think it's for, like, kids who, like, self-harm. not true. I mean, there are people... That that can be true of every genre, though, because for every genre, there's going to be kids who that is their, like life-saving device in a sense yeah um i guess really what you have to look at is what my chemical romance set out to be which was more of like talking about things that weren't really talked about in pop culture or mainstream music of the time which was really a lot of mental health and a lot of um you know being able to feel emotions so that's a lot of what my chemical romance is is um 
you get to feel angry, you get to feel betrayed, you get to feel hurt. But at the end of the day, there's still a light at the end of the tunnel. But it's very important that you get to feel those emotions because I feel like even today, you still there's still this expectation to bottle that kind of stuff up. Um, maybe it's a lot more subtle than it used to be. And even another topic for another day is that mental health community that really sprung up from some of these uh, movements in the 2000s now created this weird toxic mental health community, which is another topic for another time. Other favorite bands. Oh, another note on My Chemical Romance is I would also consider them one of the last great rock and roll bands. I mean, yeah. there's... You could argue they were like the, you know, the highest point of that last wave of kind of pop punk era rock punk yeah that shot through during like the early 2000s and i'd still say going off that i still say they're the last real rock and roll band and that sounds like that's a very high bar to set yeah but you know you look at a lot of rock now and it's a lot of new metal um nothing wrong with new metal yeah. i love new metal or you know there's bands like greta van fleet i freaking love greta van fleet um they really bring back that 70s 60s rock sound um but the problem is, is that they're so serious. And, you know, I know that I just talked about my chemical romance and being able to experience these emotions and, you know, feel bad. Again, they have stuff like Desolation Row or like All of Danger Days, which is really just Japanese rocking out. Yeah. Party. <laughs> it's really just rocking out, you know what I mean? Um, Funny story about Sam and my chemical romance, actually. I was the one who introduced him to that. Yeah. I mean, I had some introductions before, but I didn't really know what it was. Yeah. Because, I, cause like, you kind of knew who they were, and I kept telling you to listen to them. And then I did. Or I made Ansel listen to them, and he, he eventually got hooked on them. Yeah. And then yeah, I was, yeah. like, telling him to bother you about it till you listened to it. And now you're hooked on that. And now I'm getting my brother hooked yeah. on that. Yep. And now here we are, you know. We're, like, best buddies in the My Chem area. Yeah. Other favorite bands. Um... The Pillows, a great J-Rock band I discovered from this anime my friend showed me called Fully Cooly. And we both really got into them in 2018. Probably one of the first bands I really got into other than things like Imagine Dragons. You could say people have been sleeping on them. They definitely have. I don't know where you're going with that and I don't think I want pillows? to. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, my boy. He's slow today. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Baja Blast is wearing off. Um... More caffeine. More caffeine! I gotta do, like, jumping jacks or something, because I'm really starting to get tired. Um, we're gonna go with this. They're still... They've been around for, like, 25, almost 30 years. Um, they're still kind of underground in Japan, too, because they just never got super big, but they're wonderful, and they're this really just taste of youth band, and I feel like that's something that's really missing in a lot of newer music. Um, you know, even going back to like the mid nineties, you really started losing. And I think this is where rock and roll is dying. Another topic for another day, a huge topic. In fact, we lost the youth to it. And that's really what makes rock and roll so special is it's the voice of the youth. You know what I mean? It's loud. Yeah. It's big. Uh, it's fast. Well, not always. Not sometimes. Yeah. But, um, not necessarily. So like. It, it isn't all, like, big, loud, or fast. It's just the energy that it channels is big, loud, and fast, regardless yeah. of whether it's, you know, a sad song or, like, a happy song or something. Yeah, 
And this band, because they start out with the, in the 90s, um, they really take that 90s pop punk slash alternative, but they really turn it into like this rock thing. Like they took a lot of older rock and they took Japanese influences, obviously, because they're Japanese. Um, and there's something I really love about Japanese music. Um, I don't even know how to describe it, but there's just something in Japanese music that's it's inherently different. different. Yeah, it's very different. Um, and they really took that. And no matter if it's a slower, sadder song or if it's this happy-go-lucky song, it's just it's just so energetic. And you can just feel like the gears turning in your brain. Like you listen to them and like something's awakened. You know what I mean? And it's just this like grand feeling of youth, if that makes sense. Yeah, that and makes total sense. Even going back to the Beatles, the Beatles also have that, at least for me. Um, not in the same way because, you know, they're different bands, different people, different cultures. But, yeah. Um, other people are like... Um, but you may be thinking, but Sam, you're so edgy and cool. You listen to these underground Japanese bands. I know. It's so cool. I know, I am really cool. Can I get your autograph, Sam? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> Actually, fun fact, when I was younger, I used to play baseball, and I wanted to sign my autograph as, like, a baseball on people's <laughs> stuff. It was That's weird. actually really funny. <laughs> it was mainly because I didn't know how to write in cursive. I mean, it can't be as bad as mine. I put a smiley face at the end of my credit card signature. <laughs> Can I see that? Yeah, I, I don't have it with me right oh, now. Oh, okay. So, but yeah. Pain. Uh, where is it going with this? Wolfpack, Wolfpack, Wolfpack. Um, oh, yeah. My friend showed them to me. They're kind of like this um, kind of a newer funk slash soul slash a little jazzy, but that's kind of what funk and soul is. Um, and it really has that spirit of funk in it, um, which will tie in. I'm now counting how many times he says funk. Yes. Um, it does have to do a little bit with the spirit of jazz, but it's really just taking, it's really just taking life and turning it into something beautiful. You know what I mean? It's something energetic, something fun. This is what Sam is. Yes, I am something beautiful, something energetic, and something fun. Yes. Never do that again. Anyway, um, you know, you just get this. When you listen to Wolfpack and other funk, you just really get this feeling of, okay, life is what it is. It's fun. Let's make it fun. Let's be happy. Let's have friends. Let's live life. And that's really... What I have to say with that. That's generally how your bank account gets drained. But yeah. We'll talk I about agree. that. That's actually a big topic I kind of want to talk about. Taco Bell is just a whole episode on Oh Taco gosh. Bell. Oh gosh. <laughs> we, we the only times I eat Taco Bell is really with you. Yeah. And the boys. Yeah. I'm, I'm now like the Mountain Dew guy. Yeah. Everyone just knows me for my Mountain Dew. You only want me for my Mountain Dew. Okay. Um. And then I have a lot of other people that I listen to that, um, like, I don't listen to a lot, but I really enjoy them when I listen to them. And I also have some other favorite bands that I just haven't listed because I always want to go on a weird tangent about them. I feel that. Um, Honestly, we could do, like, yeah. you know, entire, like, um, podcast episodes or, like, reaction videos. Because we are going to do reaction videos at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. we could definitely do, like, an episode on, like, each individual artist. yeah. And again, next episode is going to be dedicated to this, you know, really describing our favorite songs and our favorite albums and all that. And eventually we'll get to, you know, album reactions and stuff. 
you guys can send in albums and stuff for us to listen to. Another another big band that I really like is Jukebox the Ghost. I really only like their first album though, but it ended up as one of my top listed Spotify um, listens because I listened to that first album so much and some of their newer singles are pretty good. Supposedly they're making a new album in the vein of their first one, so that's cool. All right, we might have that. Okay. Other bands that and artists I really like um, that I listen to, but I don't listen to them enough, but I always really enjoy them. NF, another really good one. You know, I'm that. Yeah, his tour got canceled, so we couldn't go. Yeah, we were going to go see him in like May. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing the NF hoodie right now. We yeah. Bro. Um, who else? Uh, Juice World. Yeah, Juice World's pretty good. I I always feel like that fake fan that was more interested in him after he died because that's kind of what I am. Um, who else? Joji, Joji definitely. Yeah, Joji's really good. Led Zeppelin, Badfinger. We're getting some older bands. Um, yeah, and this is de- definitely something that we'll cover next episode. We'll probably just like go down our Spotify list yeah. and be like, yo, I was listening to all this. Yeah, no, I have so much. I have so many more artists I want to talk about. So let's just yeah. let's stop it here. All right, Baird, let's take a question from you. Um, That's a good question. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about IEK How. <laughs> Bruh. There's so that there's so many more freaking favorite bands I forgot to mention. So we're really gonna talk about that in the next episode because like my mind has been opened. Ah, big pog. All right, so we actually got a lot of. Uh, I asked on my Instagram story, and I was like, you know, we're at Beardy Boy. Oh yeah, at Beardy Boy, and then at Samuel Hendrickson. Nine, yeah. nine or something. Yes, or is it Samuel Dot Hendrickson? Samuel Hendrickson nine. But I'm also kind of like going away from Instagram because it's cringe and it's bad for you. This is true. And um, I'll talk Don't about do that TikTok later. kids. I'll talk. That might be another topic today or another yeah, day. Social media and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I got, I got a lot of questions off there. Um, We're going to try and cover all of them in various, you know, episodes and stuff. We got stuff about like uh, wage gap, anything political, um, lots of music, Baja Blast. COVID. Yeah, COVID. Oh, that's an interesting topic. Woman, Daylight Savings, uh, podcast reviewing other podcasts. And then I also had a list of questions that I wanted to cover. Um, We both do, and we're going to try and get through those too. I have a lot of questions about, like, you know, why does cosmic horror work so well? Or things that are more specific like that, that I personally find interesting. You know, a lot of stuff like ambient horror versus, you know, hack and slash films and stuff. I also have a lot of stuff about like different books and what makes good world building. Yes. Actually, that's a good question. Favorite books. Oh, that is a good one. Right, but yeah, continue. Do you want to do that right now? Yeah. Okay. And we're going to have to like kind of cut these like introduce that we're doing favorite books. Yeah. So if we're doing favorite books, right off the bat, I'd have to say that Stormlight Archives are probably and then uh, Lockwood and Co. That's probably my favorite book series of all time. It's like 19th century London meets like Ghostbusters, and there's it's it's like a horror movie esque type. That sounds book really cool. Yeah, you really need to read them. Um, Scythe is really good. Also. Yes, yeah. Scythe, freaking Scythe. I love that series so much. I have it right here. Yeah, because I was like, Sam, you need to read Scythe, and he was like, Okay. I actually got that. That wasn't him. I learned about Scythe from somebody different, and I looked into that and eventually bought it. 
but I made him read it. He asked on his Instagram story, and I recommended it. And he was like, is it good? And I was like, yes, read it. All right, whatever. <laughs> Reality is whatever you think it is. It's your own experiences. But that's a Reality that's a different time. It can be whatever I want it to be. It can. I'm not even joking, but also it totally isn't what you want it to be. Is ah. Anyways, uh, yeah, Scythe, Scythe, that series is really, really good. Um, Percy Jackson, I mean, not, not Percy Jackson. That book series kind of sucked, actually. Um, as, as a kid, it was good, but now as looking back, it's like, oh. Actually, as a kid, I could not get into it for the life of me. That's interesting, actually. Most kids are like, oh my gosh, Percy Jackson. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember there was all those kids, and it was really annoying. But I was like, you know what? Everybody's so obsessed with Percy Jackson. I'll try it. And, you know, I really loved Harry Potter. Harry Potter was my jam when I was little. That's funny, because I actually kind of dislike Harry Potter. This is the weirdest, most awkward conversation I've ever had in my life. We're just staring at each other. It's like, I couldn't get into Percy Jackson. Uh, well, I can't really now either, so it's like... True. Yeah. But, like, I'm like, I can't get into Percy Jackson. You're like, well, I couldn't get into Harry Potter. To be fair, it isn't like like Harry Potter. They're good books, but they weren't... Like, the story wasn't interesting enough to me to come back to multiple times. Mm -hmm. And also, J.K. Rowling is just... Uh, yeah. That's another topic. <laughs> J.K. Another day. Wild. Another day. Is she wild out here. Um, yeah, you know, I, well, I guess the really main thing to think about is Harry Potter at his core. I mean, the fan base grew to something different really fast, but at his core, oh, yeah. they are children books. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean they're not really good. I'm definitely going to show them and read them to my children, but, um, at their core, they are children's books. And yeah, there is a point where you should stop, uh, elevating it to something that it's not, I guess. Yeah. It's still this magical grand adventure, but to be fair, I haven't read it since I was like 10 or 11. So maybe I'll read them again and I'll, I'll give yeah. a review. Cause that's, that's what happened to me. Cause as a kid, obviously I read those and then I read them again, like last year, I think. And I was like, these aren't nearly as good as I remember them to be. Like, they're still good. They're just not this amazing life changing book. Like my mom claims they are. Sorry, mom. It might also just have to do with your personality. That's true. But I do love like that kind of most of the books I read are that kind of like fantasy magical, you know, Lord of the Rings was obviously, you know, amazing. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Most of Brandon Sanderson stuff is that same style of lots of magic systems, lots of world building. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I guess my favorite books might sound a little more highbrow than Baird's, um, but that's not to, you know, diss on books are more of the YA genre or more of a fantasy or more of a sci-fi genre because I always think that's really dumb. YA books mostly suck. Yeah, a lot of YA books suck, except for Scythe. Scythe was really good. And Maze Runner. Maze Runner's pretty good yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there is definitely a stigma around um, books that aren't classics or whatever, um, and those being like <laughs> rotting your brain when they really aren't. Um one of the best YouTube videos I watched was from this guy, and he's a YouTuber. He's pretty classically read, but he's like, look, some of these 100 books to read before you die lists are so arbitrary, and there's definitely amazing books that you should totally read on those lists, but you don't have to confine yourself to just the classics. You can find amazing stories anywhere, even in like picture books, you can find amazing stories. And that's what I was trying to say with Harry Potter is to some people, they might be life-changing experiences 
maybe to me it isn't, but to someone else it could be. Books are kind of the same way as music, like subjective. Yeah. And it also depends on what you're used to reading, which is something we were talking about the other day with what you're used to listening to. Yeah. You know, like the heaviness of the music, like heavy post-hardcore music sounds completely different to us than to like my mom. So uh, my top three favorite books I'd have to say, To Kill a Mockingbird completely changed my outlook on life. You love pages like 200. Yeah. No, it's more than just like one page. It's like every page. It's um, true. The, the special word. Um, Teachers be like, read it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> scared to say it, Sam? Yes. The baby. Oh, no. oh, gosh. I bet you half the people don't even know what that's a reference to. Um, Probably not. But, no. you know... Funny half the people half the people do know what we're talking about so whatever anyway to kill a mockingbird really changed my perspective on a lot of things you know really looking at how other people live and really coming to accept that people live a different way than you do and that's not always bad and it's not always good but you have to in any situation um whether you know conflict or even in a good situation, you have to look at where other people are coming from because, you know, our, our heads are so far up our own rectums <laughs> that, um... That's what we call a headbutt. What? You're missing all my jokes, bro. Because <laughs> you said, you know, heads... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We can't see that there's reasons why people are the way they are. And maybe they aren't always the most fair, and maybe it's not even... What they're doing isn't good. But we have to understand that other individuals are under other individuals. And even applying that to us, we live our own lives. And there's reasons why we are the way we are. And we aren't always good to other people. We have to look at ourselves and think, am I hurting other people? Am I really doing good to other people? Um, that's, that's another fun conversation. Another one would probably be 1984. Just because... Oh, that, yeah. Do you not like that book? I love that book. Oh, yeah. I freaking love it, too. 1984, Fahrenheit. Yeah. Fahrenheit 451 kind of yeah. ruined me when I was a child. But, oh, but like, in a good similar. way. In a good way. Yeah. Um. There was another one of his, not Animal Farm. I'm trying to think of what else he did. Yeah, he did Animal Farm. Uh, I know. I'm not, oh. not that one. There was another one that he did that I remember reading. Because there was a point where I, lo I loved Fahrenheit, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I loved 1984, and so I was looking up all his books at the library. I mean, Fahrenheit is Ray Bradbury. Yeah. 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 Oh, what was it called? I know it had something to do with Autumn or something like that. Yeah, he, he, has some, he has some really good books, and they're very, like, like as a, you know, like, 14-year-old or something, when I read them, I was, you know, I was obviously like, what is this? This is so alien- but it's so alien, but it's so accurate. It really is. And especially looking now as, you know, a legal adult, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Th this Society. changes my worldview. Um, you know, like um, Fahrenheit 451 example, uh, removing porches from architecture. I mean, you look at old shows like the Andy Griffith show or whatever, and, you know, they're hanging out on the porch. You know, neighbors come and... They visit you on Sundays and all of that. And you hang out and you get to know your neighbors. But these days, you don't get the opportunity. 
And, you know, talking about those kinds the of things... kids are inside playing those dang video games. I mean, there is a point to that. I'm not somebody who's against video games. I personally am not much of a gamer. Same. That's just not my personality. I find them interesting, but it's not something that I'd sit down and spend hours doing. Yeah. But I have no problem with people doing that as long as it's... um. As long as it's healthy, as long as you know how to limit yourself. Yeah. Most adults would argue that no video games are healthy, but that's another subject. Well, here's the thing with video games. Um, I don't recommend giving them to little kids. Oh, yeah. Nah. Um, and that's, I mean, I feel like most of us were exposed to video games when we were little kids because we didn't know the full extent of what they could do. Um, but it does remold your brain, especially if you're given video games when you're little. And you can become so heavily addicted that it becomes more difficult when Wii Sports is the only thing keeping you alive. <laughs> yeah, really, though. I'm sure there's scientific studies about it, but I feel like there should be a certain age where you really start... Yeah, same thing with people uh, giving kids their phones and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's something I grew to be grateful for, was I wasn't allowed to have a phone when I was little, or even when I was, like, started becoming a preteen or whatever. And as much as I was, like, angsty about it and, like, jealous about it, I'm like, why was I jealous about that? Our phone culture is... In this boomer moment, our phone culture has done so much bad for us. And there's so much good that can come from it. But, like, I feel like we're forgetting how to be human from our phones. And, you know, we're just so, um, like, even stuff like searching things on Google, that does kind of change how our brains think and how our brains learn. So it becomes a lot harder for us these days to learn because we're... Um, when we look up things on Google, it gives us the illusion that we're learning. That No, not that we're learning. It gives us the illusion that we know everything, that we already know everything, when it's really just giving us the first answer that's promoted by this algorithm. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the right answer. Exactly. And um, since we're so used to this instant gratification, we just feel like we have to read, we just have to skim over an article about something and we know everything. Yeah. But then, even on that, like 30 minutes later, do you really remember what you just read? Um, yeah. And that's why I encourage book learning. There's more from book learning as well. Like um, there's actually studies that prove that when you read something from a book, it's actually like on a cognitive level different because you're holding the book, you're feeling the book, you're smelling the book. Um, I mean, I don't generally smell the books. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not like, it's not like you're up in the book. Like, is it though? No. Is this what you well, do, Sam? I mean, okay, it depends on the book. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like if it comes from an old bookstore, Sam's like, mm, or enough. or if it's or if it's like a new book, it just has such a distinct smell to it. Or there's just certain books that have a distinct smell, and it's not like every page I turn, I'm just like get up to the book like. <laughs> but. You know. I'm sniffing the book pages out here. Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I get what you're, you're inevitably when you're reading, you're gonna smell the pages of the book or the ink or whatever, and you're looking at the book. So you, all five senses are engaged in this act of reading that aren't all engaged when you're watching. What about taste. Well, all I guess five senses. You're right. Are you you're right. The book too, so you're right. Well, I mean, maybe you're eating a snack. I don't know. Maybe you're drinking. That's true. Maybe you're drinking like Sam, hard you liquor. Are the snack. That's true. Anyway, <laughs> so since you're reading and you're using all of these senses at once, your um, your brain actually creates more pathways and creates like this web. So it's more easy to retain the information, especially since you have to work for it, essentially. So while I, I wouldn't wish away all the technology we have, I do think that we need to, to learn 
how to navigate our lives without it or use it more minimally. And that's part of the reason why I deleted the Instagram app off my phone because it's so stupid. Yeah. And it like actually hurts your brain and I became addicting and I was wasting my time. That's a whole like subject for a full podcast. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Where were we with this? Okay. Uh, well, we were supposed to be introducing ourselves, and you're just kind of covering stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I meant like we got topic. fast. But that's kind of what this episode is for. That's true. Um. Oh, other favorite book, 1984. You know, we're so spied on. I remember watching a documentary about Edward Snowden with my dad when I was ten, and it broke my brain. And <laughs> Ouch. I was like, dang, we really do be being spied on all the time, constantly by everyone. Um, listening to us over our phones right now. Probably. And like, people always are like, oh, you're just paranoid. But it's like, but why wouldn't they be? Why wouldn't they be listening? And obviously, there's probably not. We did, It's probably not like in the memes where we all have an assigned FBI agent. But there definitely is someone out there listening to yeah. us and what we're saying. Like, I mean, like, you can easily ask uh, access people's texts yeah even through like their um like their uh service provider and so you know what you text is out there on the internet and i don't know it just makes me really uncomfortable this notion that um anything you do can just be recorded and the scary part is is it's technically all legal especially since i mean i mean i even do this now with all of my precautions is it'll ask me hey do you do you consent to this and I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't have time to read this. And that, that is a bit of a ploy to just get people to sign things that are not good. Is They just put so much legal jargon. You're like, why bother? So, And then another of my favorite would be Brave New World. Just because I feel like we're... Isn't that that Disney song from Aladdin? No. Brave <laughs> New World is so freaking different. I just feel like we try to... We live in a society. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a society. Oh, we need to return to monkey. Anyway. Reject monkey. <laughs> Embrace monkey. Embrace monkey. <laughs> banana. We're banana. Banana. Want banana? Get banana. We and almost, Prim Gang. We almost become Curious George. He had the right idea. Yeah. That show is legendary, by the way. It is. Um, Jack Johnson for life. Jack Johnson, low key. I just feel like we live in a society. <laughs> I can't even say that anymore. Okay, I'm going to say this completely straight face. I feel like we live in a society that just really tries to maximize pleasure, but that's not always good. Like, my idea is that it kind of goes off of Aristotle's ideas that we do have these primal needs that do need to be met, but we should also be focusing on the long term and what's going to make us happier in the long run, where um, basically the whole plot of Brave New World is that all of these problems, whenever you're feeling down, you just inject yourself with Soma, which is this miracle drug that just makes people happy. And so when they feel the slightest inconvenience, they'll, you know, have some of this drug. And I feel like we really see that with things like social media or, or Baja Blasts. Yeah. You know? Baja Blasts to numb the pain you're feeling down. <laughs> drives to Taco Bell to get a Baja Blast. Even though what's really going to make you happier in the end is really grabbing an apple or whatever. Yeah. Um, same kind of thing as like Scythe though. The whole idea of like, you know, the perfect society where literally nothing can go wrong mm -hmm. until it does. Mm -hmm. Because 
even perfection is like we're human. Mm. True perfection isn't something that we can obtain. So any perfection or, you know, any moment when you feel like, you know, this is the peak of my life. This is the best I'm ever going to be. There's always going to be a time after that when something's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You're never going to be perfect. Progress isn't linear. Something's always going to keep you down. You know, you're going to get maybe you're getting maybe you get way better socially. And this is definitely a problem I have. You know, you kind of make that social climb. You're suddenly a lot cooler to be around. You know, you have a lot more friends, which I'm very grateful to have a lot of friends. Um, But then suddenly you don't read as much or you read less books or you don't study these topics that you love and are so fascinated by anymore. And you can't recite all of these facts about like Fredericksburg in the Civil War anymore. Um, That just sounds like a you problem. Yeah, that, that, that that is literally a me problem. But you know that's you're you're always when whenever you improve, I feel like it's a trade off game. There's something that you're not going to take with you, and that's that's okay a lot of the time. Yeah, there's there's obviously times when that's not okay, and you really shouldn't be. You know, if you suddenly become cool and you trade being a nice person. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know, something like that, or you trade. You know, having the party life and having a ton of friends for financial security. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. You know. All that, but there definitely are lines that you should and shouldn't cross. And I guess that really goes into mastering what you take with you when you um, progress. Because one of my favorite things I did this year was really look back, look at my life. Because this year, where most people have go, this was the worst year ever. This was like simultaneously my lowest year, but also my greatest year. Because I really like, I finally made that jump and I became this better person that I'd always wanted to become. Um, My armpits are kind of sweaty. Oh, gosh. We're (laughs) editing that out. (sighs) We're going to expense so much. But I noticed I was losing all these things, and I I really looked at my life, and I was like, what do I want? What is actually important? Um, You know, obviously there's some things that society society tells you that you need um that you really don't like an active social media life or you know the newest iphone 12 now is it 12 i don't even know it's like x2 or something yeah they're not even on numbers anymore um i'm here running with a phone from 2006 yeah (laughs) or you need like um or you need, like, the newest sports car, and that's not always needed. But then, then there's nice things to have like that. Like, I wouldn't mind having a Ford GT one day. You know, a nice black one with yellow stripes on the top and on the sides. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, you know, you look at what you want. You know, I, I definitely want to have wealth. I want to have stability in my life. Um, and I already, I'm pretty frugal. You but, would be counting bands, you know? Yeah, pretty much. Racks on racks. Yeah. Um, I'm a really frugal person naturally, so that's never been a huge concern, although definitely I need to start budgeting, especially since I go out with my friends a lot more. (laughs) Getting Taco Bell every week. Yeah. I Um, feel that. You know, and I know that I want to have health and I want to be fit, and we'll talk about bucket lists. Um, Yeah. And um, I want to have friends. In fact, like I watched um, It's a Wonderful Life last night, and that was probably one of my favorite quotes is, no man's a failure if he has friends. 
because when you have friends, you affect other people. You're making a change in the world, whether or not you even know it. Like if me and Barrett had never met, we might be completely different people. And we don't know that. It, like, If we had met, then we obviously wouldn't be here talking about this. Yeah. So there is something to be said for that. Or, yeah. We'll talk about more of wants and needs in our third episode, which is on our personal philosophies and outlooks on life. Yeah, this this one got kind of uh, deep unintentionally. <laughs> yeah. So that's how, like, if you have a very legitimate conversation with me, that's how almost all of them go. That's that's really how we both are, though. Like, a lot of the time it's just, you know, silly, fun. Work. Yeah, like we're out we, bumping with the boys. Yeah, but it, when it really gets, you know, that time, then we're we're both ready for that. Yeah, yeah, We can yeah. both very, like, connect on a very high scale on that. And that's like, that's something I do get a little disappointed with when I make, when I made this social climb is suddenly I want to talk about these things with all these people and they don't want to care at all. Well, it's not that they don't care. They're just like, Oh, I just want to have fun. It's like, this is fun. And there is something to be said for like, with all my friends, even if, you know, a friend plays baseball or like basketball or something, even if that's not like something that I go out of my way to do and I love doing that because they're my friend, I'm still going to show interest and like try and talk to them about it. And I'll naturally like go look up stuff about that so that I can have a conversation with them. Like with Sam's history, like I'm more likely to go look up history facts and stuff just so that I can hold a conversation with Sam about that because that's something he cares about. That's actually really cool. Yeah. yeah. I should probably start doing that. And so many people just nowadays, you, you become friends with them as you climb this social ladder and you realize that they don't really care about what they can do for you. It's more about what you can do for them. And there's not what this country can do for you, <laughs> but what you can do for your country. That, that's kind of, that's like really true though, because I've been th with so many people who will ask me for like music beats or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next day I'll be asking them for like help with a project or something or like asking them to send me you know, some sort of guitar loop or something, and they'll, they'll just, like, leave me on red or ignore yeah, me until yeah, the yeah. next time they want something from me. I feel that frustration a lot. Um, and this sounds like we're just angry at our friends or whatever, but we're no, not. I love my friends. Yeah, I love them, too. And these people aren't, like, my friends' friends, as in, like, I'm hanging out with them daily. It's just, like, people that, you know, as you climb that social ladder, they're more acquaintances that yeah. you get to know. And that's like with the whole introvert, like, you know, kind of introvert pride that really popped up in the 2010s. Yeah. And talking all about like, well, oh, well, at least we have a few close friends. Like, that's really good. Um, I would rather have like five close friends who actually care than like 50 friends. Yeah. Who are just kind of there. And again, we'll talk about this in episode three, but I also think it is important to make a lot of friends and make them at least good friends. Yeah. Do, do it before you become adults, guys. Yeah. It's, it's it's way harder to make it once you get over the age of like 18. <laughs> You're I getting got close then. I got the Oh yeah, that's true. So I'm like gosh, it's like it's less than 2 years. Yeah. It's so weird to think about, especially with like the ages in our friend group cuz I'm, you know, 19, I'm the oldest out of all of us. Yeah. And then we've got, you know, 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, 16-year-olds, then Parker's like 14. 14. And then sometimes my little brother hangs out with us and yeah. he's 13. And that's something to be said for like 
you know, there's so many friend groups where it's just like, oh, these kids are all 17. They're all the most popular kids in school. Or, oh, these kids are all the 16-year-old nerdy group or something. And then yeah. our friend group is just like, you know, we've got jocks. We've got nerds. We've got the gamer boys. We've got like the tradey, you know, whatever Gianni is. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Gianni. Yeah. We've got, you know, sports players. We've got the musicians. Yeah. We've, we've just got everything. And there's, you know, there's so much a society that isn't very inclusive with that kind of stuff. And it might also have to do with who we are, which probably should bring up that I'm homeschooled. You were homeschooled. So there's a lot of misconception that you have that like when you're homeschooled, you don't have any friends. When That's... people say that that I'm homeschooled and I have no social life, I laugh at them. Because yeah. if I go do like a, a dance or something for my church... Almost everyone there knows me. He knows Even everyone. I don't know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. super weird. And I know a lot of people have those kinds of things as well. Yeah, he, you're a theater kid too, so you have that whole like backing of the TNT and stuff. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. So like in homeschool, um, it's not that you don't have friends. Uh, and there are certainly parents who, and I don't want to criticize other people's ways of doing things, but kind of do it wrong. And they basically make it so their kids can't have social lives. Or the kids because of how they were raised they don't want to have social lives. yeah but generally what happens in homeschool especially in our area which has such a rich homeschool community oh yeah is that you find friends in other places so like uh homeschoolers actually have a class classes they can go to and they'll have kids from all around and so you'll make friends there and they'll do extracurriculars like i do theater and so i have a lot of friends in theater that i've made through theater that live like really far away in every direction or not always really far away, but you know, they live all over the place yeah. or like you made friends in sports. Yeah. Oh. Sports, music, you know, all the class, writing classes, English class, church groups. Yeah. Church groups. Yeah. Church groups really help with that too. Yeah. Except for when they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they either like really help or they, they don't. Really help don't. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cause I see that especially with my family. Cause like both my sisters, one of my sisters, she, you know, made so many friends from her church group and stuff. And then the other one, like, nobody really wanted to talk to her. And there's me. Everyone knows me. And then there's Ansel, who just kind of has his own little select group. And then, you know, it just kind of goes up and down where there's different levels of friendliness. Yeah, and that's something I also kind of wish I didn't do a lot when I was younger, which was be so freaking selective. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you should be selective. Like, you, you don't want, like, a druggie. As your friend. Why are you with me, Sam? I don't know. Uh, why, why'd why you bring me here? High on the Baja Blast. True. You enticed me with the Baja Blast. I couldn't say no anymore. <laughs> that, that sounds like a song line, actually. It sounds like a Fallout Boy song. It does. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You enticed me with the Baja Blast. I don't I even, I don't even no like Fallout Boy. Baja Boy. Baja Boy. Bruh. That's awesome. That's our new band name. Yeah, Baja, Baja Boy. Boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a true bro moment. True bro moment. Plug groups. Plug. I've got some of the, the less serious questions. Or why do birds suddenly appear? As one of my friends would say, they, they aren't real. They're government drones. Yeah. Ronald Reagan was like, kill all the birds. I hate them. <laughs> but we need to spy on the citizens. Bruh. <laughs> Say no to drugs. Why do people like white chocolate? Um, I like white chocolate. I think it's less, uh, like, do you like milk? No, actually. 
Okay, then, yeah. I understand why you wouldn't like it. To me, it reminds me a lot of, like, milk. Mm-hmm. As in the same where it has a flavor, but it's not super overpowering, like, you know, dark chocolate or something can be. And so it's kind of just a... It's, it's flat in a way. And I like that. I like that it's, like, a low-key flavor and it doesn't overpower everything. Okay, so here's my opinion on white chocolate. But it can get kind of plasticky. Yes. It, it depends on the white chocolate. It's like, it's like a higher-end Hallmark Christmas movie. It's not that good. It's kind of this, like, basic white mom thing. Yeah. Um, I can't argue with that. It's really, it's really synthetic. And it's just, it's kind of, why is it here? But, like, there's nothing I can do about it. So I'll just keep eating it, even though it's terrible. But the thing for me about white chocolate is I won't go out of my way to find it. I yeah. I won't go, like, buy white chocolate. It's like just a high-end like, Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah, if it's there, I mean, it's there. And... Even on that analogy, I'm only going to watch a high-end Hallmark Christmas movie um, on a special occasion. Like like if I was at like my grandma's house and it yeah. was just on and um, I was taking a break from hanging out and playing with my cousins because I'm the cool oldest cousin, uh, I'd watch it. Um, you know, just like how if there was white chocolate chip cookies, white I would eat it. for white people. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> Like, I wouldn't go out of the way and buy a white chocolate chip cookie. Except for the, um, what, what is it that makes, the Lindor truffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, things yeah. are awesome. No, those are freaking good. Those are, like, high-end quality. I mean, they aren't, but they they taste like they are. Left Twix or right Twix? See, the thing is... They're both exactly the same. Yeah, it's like, it's like the two-party system. Yeah. But the way that it's marketed is to get you to think there's a difference and it tricks your brain. <laughs> If you were in a dark room and you ate, you know, each side of the Twix individually and you couldn't see which wrapper it was coming out of, you wouldn't be able to taste the difference unless something was off in one of the batches. And if you can taste the difference, that's really all it is because no batch will be mixed exactly the same. Well, let me tell you, I'm almost going to go with the right Twix because Ben Shapiro told me anything that comes from the left is terrible and I should avoid it at all costs as the destruction of Western civilization. Therefore, I will do my duty to the West and only eat right Twix. Facts don't care about your feelings, Sam. The facts say there are no left or right Twix. See, see, the pronouns of my bio are right slash Twix. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't argue with that, you know? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change that. Now. When I get back on Instagram, you should actually. That would be awesome. For like a second, and right. I, I figure out if I want to just delete it because, like, I was just wasting my time. Anyway, all right, all right. Did we I'm end this? Call this uh, good for right now. Ah, good night. I love you. I will see you around, mate. Good night. Uh. Hey, bro. <laughs> we'll see you. See tomorrow. We're, 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 we're going to do more episodes, right? Yeah. 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 yeah okay. So we have the next two episodes planned out. Yeah. And then after that, we've got questions from you guys. Yeah. Topics that we might be able to cover. So our next episode is our favorite albums and songs, which we evidently have a lot to discuss. Uh, so could you please uh, drop some comments of any questions or statements or any songs you'd like us to listen to? Uh, let us know if you enjoyed this podcast or not. And please like it subscribe or die i'll steal your cookie what is it for podcasts is it subscribe i don't yes no no it it, it is subscribe okay yeah like and subscribe bro
Like and subscribe, bro. And to my New Zealander friends who are listening to me do a terrible accent, don't kill me, please. Is that wasn't a New Zealand accent or a Kiwi accent? How would you call it? A? I don't know. I'll have to ask the group that. Hey, so that's the end. So far. Yeah, so far. We're, there's going to be so many more episodes. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. A lot of topics to cover from yeah. you guys and from our personal you know, minds. Yeah. The biggest brains of them all. Big brain potters moment. <laughs> the wrinkliest brains ever. So our next episode is going to be about our favorite music and songs and albums. Mostly songs and albums. Yeah, just gonna cover, you know, what we like about, you know, this specific album, this specific song, whatever. So just ask any questions they'd have for us regarding those topics. Um, leave a comment below wherever this video is gonna be or this recording is gonna be telling us like what you like and dislike, what you think we should, you know, add, take out. Keep in mind though that we are two dudes who have no idea what they're doing. Just trying to have fun. Yeah. And be sure to ask us the stupidest questions possible. Yeah, ask stupid questions, receive stupid answers. Yeah. Because uh, that's kind of what we do. All right. See you next time. I'm Sam. And I'm Baird. And we'll see you next time on... Bob, Bob Talks. Talks. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Nailed that. Yeah. We're going to expand so much. Anyways, uh, <laughs> aside from, uh, <laughs> alright, we're editing that part out. <laughs> Do we want to just redo that?